The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net, where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon, and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. My guest today is Sarah Lines. Sarah helps soul-driven spiritual entrepreneurs on a mission to delete old paradigms to more deeply connect with their inner being and activate their purpose. As a soul coach and channel, Sarah leads visionary women into super conscious creation to manifest the life and business of their dreams, catapulting them into a new energy of radiance, abundance, and purpose-driven lives. With lifetime of experience, she has helped hundreds of clients awaken, ascend, and powerfully create new realities. Creator of the Goddess Alchemy Academy, Sarah has authored multiple books, including international bestsellers. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to thank have you, you on the so show. Thank you so much for having me. I would love to start by talking about all the amazing things that you are up to these days. Wow, I feel like I have so much. <laughs> I'm always launching different things for basically the same people, women who want to ascend spiritually and financially. And I've I've been testing different things, manifesting programs because I love manifestations and I love the high vibes of money and helping women to really shift that. But what I'm really focusing on now is helping the spiritual entrepreneur, women in business to ascend, like I said, spiritually and financially in a program called the Five Figure Launch Goddess. And that's really to help healers, coaches and mystics uh, up level and rise in the world and be divinely compensated for it. Oh, that's lovely. And how important your work is, because I know from at least the other people who do the same similar work that I do, uh, you know, we just want to get our word out there. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know the technical stuff with the launches and yeah. <laughs> all of all of that that's involved to help get that word out there. So thank goodness people like you exist <laughs> to help. It is such it's such a it's such a, a process and there there are actually so many people working behind the mm. scenes to help those people that we see, right? Sharing their message and everything like that. So 
So thank goodness there are people like yeah. out there to help. <laughs> exactly. I know, I know it was the missing piece for me as a spiritual woman, as a healer, I knew flow energy, but I didn't have myself. I didn't have that beautiful divine masculine strategy um, and tangible aspects. And when I began to merge the two, everything just changed for me. Like my business just took on a whole new level. Did you have experience before in doing that type of work, but maybe not on a spiritual level or? Um, so I'd say I spent the first two, year, two years of my business learning how to run a business. And then I hired someone who was a launch expert. And then I went on to do my own um, launch and course strategy certification so that I knew how to actually teach other women this work combined with the spiritual aspect. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So uh, what was life for you like before doing all this work? Oh, completely different. So I spent many years in um, alcohol and drug addiction. I experienced homelessness, loss, toxic relationships, all the things I believe many of us come here to experience uh, when we go through that dark night of the soul, which catapults us into that spiritual awakening, which it did for me. So in all honesty, I had about 30 years of, you know, deep unhappiness um, until I had that that moment coming into recovery, having my spiritual awakening, uh, following the healer's path. So I had become a nurse. I'd become a midwife at uni. But as soon as I had the spiritual awakening, I was just receiving these little very subtle nudges that there was something much bigger for me in this world, that it was going to be on a global scale. And I just followed those nudges. I, I became a Reiki healer, Reiki master, um, quantum Reiki grandmaster. I followed that healer's path, but it opened me up. It's like the more I honored my inner Self, the more the path just kept opening up and I kept rising and up leveling. It's just, it's been a truly amazing journey. Yeah. Oh, that lovely dark night oh. of the soul and all the spiritual two by yeah. fours <laughs> that we get to the head to, to help wake us up. So would you say that you had a, like one big awakening? Was it sort of subtle? How would you describe your awakening? That is such a good question. I love it because for me it felt like it felt like a big one that never ended. So like I said it began in my recovery. Um, I was in a 12 step program and one of one of the last steps is about finding your own path now and it just opened up this <laughs> door and I went down this rabbit hole and my thirst for knowledge was like I was hungry for this information it opened up just I don't even have words <laughs> it was almost like you just had to give that permission to to open up that door yeah. that last step I guess did it yep. for you and then it just all Absolutely. came flooding in and it, it just didn't stop I'm still going today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good for you for learning how, you know, 
learning how to follow your intuition. What does your intuition Mm. feel like to you? Another really good question because I feel like it's a bit different for everyone and that's how we can get a bit confused going, oh, they, they hear voices, they see things. So for me, It was extremely subtle. Uh, When I started meditating every day years ago, I started seeing like faces in my in my head and I didn't know what was going on. And I'd have little nudges that turned out to be true. And it strengthened a lot over time. So for me today, it's uh, feeling other people, feeling their emotions, feeling their physical pain. Um, It's also it's also seeing visions. It's also hearing spirit or angels or Archangel Michael. I'm very connected with him and see and hear him a lot in my mind's eye. Um, So, yeah. So uh, when did you learn you were a psychic medium? (laughs) (sighs) You know, I guess I still don't call myself that, although I do see spirit. Uh, (laughs) It's not a label I use. Yeah. yeah, but it's also not um, like I don't use the label witch either because I believe that everyone on the planet has the ability to create magic and miracles with their intentions. But that's effectively what a witch is too in my, in my belief. So, yeah, I, I just think we all have these abilities and they, they can and will open up if we want them to. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. If we if we want them to, I know that our our guides and our angels and everyone on our soul team they're waiting patiently yeah. for us to give that permission to take to take that step. And some of us don't, and that's okay. We have free Absolutely. will, right? So, but then some of us do, and look out. Absolutely, totally agree. <laughs> look out when that happens. Um, so. Can you tell us a little bit about your, I'm being drawn to ask you about your childhood. I know you mentioned some things perhaps between Mm -hmm. childhood and awakening, but what about going a little further back? Yeah. So there was, um, as a young girl, I was highly sensitive. Uh, Mum was not home. She was a corporate woman. So my sister and I were raised by my father and there was a lot of alcoholism and violence in the home. So being a very sensitive child, that was, that created my personality for like the next 20 years, a people pleaser, avoiding conflict, uh, perpetuating toxic relationships in my life. Um, But again, I believe that was a necessary part of this lifetime for me to be exactly where I am today. So you had these other experiences in life. You had mentioned addiction, you had mentioned um, things like that. What was it for you that finally helped you to make that choice to turn things around or yeah, make choices that served you better? It was a true, I'd love to say there was one moment where I woke up and went, this is it. But it was a series of events that led me down a path to the utmost darkest experiences of my life. I had lost my children. I had lost my home. I had been incarcerated for the first time in my life. And then I still went, I was still going and I was getting worn down. My soul was tired. I didn't know who I was. I felt like an empty vessel. I felt soulless at one point. Um, And I went into effectively a bit of a psychosis through using the drugs And it was during that psychosis, I was working on a chook farm and 
there was about 2,000 chooks per shed and I could have sworn that this whole 2,000 chooks were screaming my name. I knew that that wasn't possible, but I knew then that I was in serious trouble because I was seeing and hearing things uh, and that really scared me. And like I said, I was just a worn out vessel. I walked into a uh, welfare office. I needed vouchers for food. I was living in my car and I just broke down and I said to this elderly couple, I, I need help. And that elderly couple actually helped me so much more than I could have ever, ever expected from anyone. They helped me get into a detox facility. They drove me to the train station so that I could make an eight-hour train ride to a long-term rehab, and they really held my hand through that process. He was an earth angel for me. Isn't that interesting how, in retrospect, we can see how people were purposefully placed in our lives? And it's kind of an interesting thought that just came to me how you could have had the option because of free will to have not reached out to that couple and to have not. And then that, (laughs) that option would have passed by, not to say that it wouldn't have come again and whether it was the same people or a different scenario, somehow you would have been given another option. I'm sure. Um, because that's not the way you're meant Absolutely. to live your life. Um, so, but isn't that an interesting thought? Yeah, an interesting I truly thought. believe that. I think that was one of my moments. It was now or end up in jail for a lot longer. And that's exactly what I was looking at. I was looking at years in jail and coming into recovery saved me from that experience. So I could have gone down a very different path for a very long time, I believe. Yeah. And you want, and you wanted yeah. to be helped by that ready. point. Um, I know that there are people who have people like that in their lives and they it's easy on the outside, right, to to say and to see you need help. You need to get help. Your life's not going the way it's supposed to. But it's another thing to for yourself yeah. say, OK, um, I'm ready. And I think that's why everyone talks about yes. that rock bottom, right, hitting that rock bottom. Yes. And that's when <laughs> that's when change yes. could happen if given the right or the yeah. right opportunity. So many of us avoid yeah. the rock bottom yeah. because so. of fear. But once we're there, the only way is up. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not dead. <laughs> right? Because in that point, well, then, we, we, <laughs> then at that point, you gotta, maybe, exactly, maybe you've got to do it all exactly. over again. We're sparkle back, do it again, <laughs> try again. <laughs> yeah. Get another chance. <laughs> Oh gosh, that sounds terrible uh, for that yeah. particular instance, at least. Um, so, so then, w- what brought you to doing the, the the work and the business that you do now? From going to that, you know, long term rehab facility yeah. to getting yes, into the business, it was totally spirit led. I had no desire to run a business. I didn't even know. I wanted to be a healer until I had the spiritual awakening. It just opened up that can of worms. So I became a Reiki healer just to experience the energy. Because to me, healing was like magic. That's magical energy. Like that is total magic. And I wanted to experience it. Um, And so I did that. And I was having clients come to my home, but I was still getting this just subtle nudge that you got to go, you got to expand, you got to go bigger, you got to help deeper. I had no idea. Honestly, I had no idea. I just kept going and it's just increment by increment, universal law of increments, 
it brought me to where I am today. I still look back and go, wow, how did that happen? Um, so you said something that caught my attention because I had not heard of it before. Universal love increments. Can you explain that? Please? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, we all, well, a lot of people know about the 12 universal laws, but there is also the universal law of increments. And it means we can't go from where we are now. I couldn't have gone from coming into recovery to where I am now as a business owner, helping thousands of women across the globe. <laughs> it, it happened in steps, incrementally. Uh, so that makes so much sense to me. I think where we fall short as humans is we get impatient. We don't understand that we need to just keep taking the steps and taking the steps and they're going to lead us down that beautiful golden path if we just keep following, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely do get very impatient. <laughs> I think it gets worse as the technology gets better. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. So I call it breadcrumbs. So I love that. The, um, it's, it's like, you know, you follow the next breadcrumb and it takes you to the next thing. Uh, and I think that's helpful for people like us. Well, people like us, I think it's helpful in general. Um, otherwise it could be very overwhelming, right. To go from point A to point B, it could be very overwhelming, especially if point B is like this full blown business or something like that. When you had nothing, when you started with nothing. Exactly. (laughs) So what, what does it look like to work with you? Wow, it's so multifaceted. <laughs> so a client session, whether it's in a group <laughs> or individually, I don't do I don't do many one on one sessions these days. Um, it looks like, uh, depending on what kind of container you come into, if it's a business container, we talk strategy, but we also talk soul alignment universal law, intention, you know, the whole story, the holistic approach spiritually and physically. If someone is working with me strictly on a soul level, then it's going to be, it could be we go into your Akashic records. It could be we connect with your most prevalent guide at this time. It could be future life progression, past life progression. Like we go we go wherever the energy guides us and that's actually why I am in the middle of completing my own uh, certification for, not my certification, but I've created a certification for other women who want to become a soul coach, because to me, this is where the world is going. Oh, that's wonderful. So my impression when you first were mentioning your business is that it's more of like maybe technical launching businesses and things like that, but it's actually a lot deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really getting down to Uh, the root and to the soul (laughs) of of the person. Yeah, and that that's exactly how I work, whether we're working in a business capacity or a spiritual capacity. To me, it all comes back to soul. If something's not working, let's follow that energy all the way back as far as we can possibly go so that we can clear it or release it or activate it or align to it to live the life we want at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, which is which is so wonderful and um, so important, really. Uh, what type of where are people in their lives, um, whether it's business related or not, when they come to you? Is it because they've started a business and it's just not really going anywhere? Is it because um, they have a new idea they want to launch and they come to you as the expert for it? What are the reasons that people come to you? Yeah, so it's majority spiritual entrepreneurs. So 
mostly female, female coaches who are either healers or they want to expand their spiritual business. Um, and they come to me because it's just not working. And I find this with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs because we've got these extra layers of, you know, we're holding uh, cords and contracts to other lifetimes or the past life witch wound. And it's so prevalent in our energy as sensitive people in this life that until we clear these things, the business doesn't work. So that, that seems to be who I attract is females with money blocks, fear blocks, invisibility blocks, and it's just not working. And they've been doing it and it's just not working. <laughs> so it's about coming back into alignment. And do a lot of times these women not even realize that they may have some of these blocks? I think because everyone I work with does have a spiritual capacity to them, they know that they're blocked, but they they can't heal it themselves. They can't find it themselves, but they, they do, they're aware it's not working because they're blocked. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, why am I supposed to ask you about a book? Um, I've written multiple books. I think three of them now I've got. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, the one I'm most. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. The one I'm most proud of is a book I wrote independently by myself. And it was uh, picked up by Austin McCauley Publishers in the UK and published, I think it was a year ago now. And that book came through. Can I tell you how that book came about? Please. Awesome. Yes. So my second, must've been my second year in recovery. I lost um, a child to my now husband. And that was one of the reasons that catapulted me into my spiritual awakening. I had to know where this soul had gone because I knew that her soul had existed inside of me. Anyway, over the course of about 12 months after we lost her, she was giving me downloads because I knew she was going to be a very spiritual child. I just let it come through. I knew that the message was the children that are being born now need a lot of spiritual support. So uh, my daughter's name was going to be Gypsy. So the book was called Gypsy's Angels. And it's a little story about a little girl who sees her angels for the first time through having fear through having fear of the nighttime basically and bad dreams and her angels just came and got her and took her away into dreamland and it was beautiful and light and fun and um that's how that came about was through the spirit of my baby actually that book <laughs> it's beautiful wow like a wonderful spirit-led spirit-led yeah. book how great yeah. is that now when you said that that publisher picked you up how did that how did that transpire yeah so I knew that I didn't want to self-publish this book I knew that it needed to be picked up by a publisher and I just they were one of the first publishers I sent it to and they were interested so it sent me the contracts did all the things and it went from there yeah oh got it so you didn't need to get a, a oh. literary agent and quarry agents no, or anything like that no you're just like i'm going exactly. straight to the source That's exactly <laughs> but it was yep. meant to be <laughs> yeah. right but it was it was meant to it was meant to be because i mean what a what an amazing story now um where is that book available? It's actually available on multiple sites. You can go straight to Austin McCauley themselves, but it's also on Amazon, Booktopia, Waterstone. It's on 
Like literally if you Google Gypsy's Angels, it will come straight up. Oh, got it. Now that child, is she in in the physical? Is she living? She she is still in spirit. She has been wanting to come back through for years now. Um, But I am wondering if she will come through with a male or female through my daughter because my daughter is getting into that age where she uh, wants children. So I've kind of released released it, knowing that she will come through our family. Yeah. I mean, she seems very yeah, involved yeah. already. So I imagine she's got more yes, work to do. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, so I do want to wrap up our interview and ask you a question. What advice would the Sarah of today give the Sarah of her past? Oh, you know, that almost makes me feel a bit emotional uh, because the Sarah of the past had no hope and there was no light at the end of the tunnel. So I think she would just say, and I have done a past life. (laughs) I have gone back to her before and said, do you know what? This is actually going to be okay. You have so much more ahead of you than you could possibly perceive it this time, but it's going to be okay. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for that lovely advice because I know that many people can resonate with that. Um, For those who may be going through that dark night of the soul or not sure if they're making those right decisions, knowing that somebody else has been through a dark night and has come out the other end of it with hope now. Uh, so to share that advice is, is so wonderful, especially coming from you and the experiences that you had. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I want to thank you, Sarah, so much for your time today. And um, again, just sharing your beautiful story and your journey of where you are th- so far and look forward to seeing all the amazing things you continue thank you to so do. Much. Thank you so much for having me. that was another episode of a guided life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I am an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.